This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is You're Never Too Busy. So in my life, I tend to overbook damn near every day. When I say overbook, like if I don't have my calendar app running, if I don't have people using a Calendly link, which is a whole crazy thing if you don't know it, it's C-L-C-A-L-E-N-D-Y dot com, and then mine is forge slash Ryan's time. You go to that link and you can actually automatically book time on my schedule and then it sends you email alerts and text message alerts on what to do going forward. Like, just remind you about the phone call, about the time. So it's crazy. I found if I don't use that and I just respond to text messages and emails all day long, I'm screwed because I'll end up having three calls at three o'clock almost every day. It's wild. Like, I pride myself on having a fully jam-packed day. Like, I want to get the most out of my life. No different than I'm sure you do. Like, very rarely do I think any of us just want to sit around and do nothing. Like, sure, we all say we want that, but really want to just dictate your own time. And so I get busy. But busy is also, you know, could correspond with being self-consumed. You know, I'm very self-serving. I want to do what I want to do for myself when I want to do it. And if it doesn't fit that mold and that criteria, pretty rarely am I actually going to do something about it. So there's a unique situation that has happened with this podcast. And it's really in unique. It's the most empowering, impactful thing so far in my life that has happened. Every day I get bombarded with messages. And bombarding for me is somewhere between... 20 and 30, let's say, direct messages or emails of you guys listening to this saying like, I got so much impact out of this message. Thank you for sharing this. Keep up the good work. Whatever the things are that you share with me, I get those. And I'm like, man, I'm honestly humbled by this. Like here I am just this guy from Columbus sharing stories of things I fucked up in my life and with the lessons I've learned from them. And it's connecting with you guys. And so I get these 20 or 30 messages a day. And I take it very seriously. I try to respond to every single message, every email. And if I miss one, it's certainly not intentionally. Probably just too self-consumed, self-absorbed. And so I go through and I'm responding to all these messages. And sometimes the response is one and done. It's, you know, thank you so much. I'm honored. I'm humbled. I can't tell you how much it means to me that you sought me out on social media. You, You added me. You followed me. All these things happen for you to get right here. And just thank you so much. I truly appreciate you. And normally that stops, you know, to thank you and it's over. But every once in a while, I get to spark up a conversation with someone, both men and women, primarily men, but both where the conversation gets a little deeper, where people pick and want to have answers to questions or seek my counsel for something. And I want to preface this with the fact that I am not a certified trainer in some capacity. I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist, probably going down the path of, personal development in some capacity, but I don't even really know what that looks like. Like all I'm able to do is share my life experiences and lessons I've learned and how I got from point A to point B. Anything else from that would be a lie and I don't really care to do that. Then even if you wouldn't consider it to be a lie, it hasn't been my own experience. And so I can only teach and share from my own experience, nothing more. There is no philosophy here. There's just practical application of the work that I've had to put in over my life. So there's an individual whose name is Rob. And Rob messaged me and goes back and forth about, at this point, I'm not even going to look at my phone. I don't really remember what, in complete honesty. I just know he messaged me. And I feel compelled in this moment, the voice, as I call it, the voice being that internal guidance system that we all have. 
call it our gut, call it intuition, call it God, call it your heart. We all have different terms for this. There's something inside of each and every one of us that tells us to go left when we really wanted to go right. So something tells me to keep corresponding with this individual. And so I, I messaged back and forth with Rob, and he says he'd love to connect deeper. So I sent him my Calendly link. Don't know why. I've never really sent that to a listener before. Maybe one or two total. But I sent it to him. And, oddly enough, he actually books time. I don't charge for this time. There's no, again, there's no monetization path to this. And admittedly, as I'm looking at my schedule today and my day starts, I don't remember exactly who Rob is or what our conversation's about. I know he's a podcast listener, but I haven't framed it up any specific way. So here I sit. I'm getting to the end of my day. You know, it's, it's 3.30, it's 4 o'clock, and I've been running and gunning since 4.30 this morning. My days are super consistent. And admittedly, today wasn't 4.30. I decided to take the morning off from the gym, need to recuperate, so it was more like 5 o'clock, give myself a half hour of sleep, give myself that permission. Just want, don't want to misstate something. Got up a little bit later than normal. But ever since then, it's been nonstop, one thing after another, all the way till right now. So much so that the previous episode that I recorded, I had to message Rob, again, not fully knowing who he is, and tell him I'm going to be late because I'm self-consumed. I'm self-absorbed. I'm not putting a ton of value on Rob's conversation, admittedly, either at this point. That's part of being real with things. That's part of stopping fucking lying is the fact that I'm not giving Rob the credit or attention that I've already committed to because I am in that moment more concerned about myself than I'm about him. And I use a justification that it's because I'm shooting a podcast. And certainly that's what's really happening. But the real answer is I didn't pay enough attention to details and time prior to this. So I didn't start shooting the last episode prior to right now. And so I'm behind. That's not Rob's fault. It's mine. But he graciously gives me the window of space to call him 15 minutes later. And so I wrap up the podcast. I'm talking to the guys in the office and I, I give him a shout. And lo and behold, Rob's a pretty phenomenal guy. Like, Rob's a really good guy. Rob's had some ups and downs in his life like so many of us have. I share with Rob all the stuff that I know he's heard from the podcast because he's cited two, three, four episodes almost verbatim to me on the phone. It's incredible. Like This man is obviously incredibly intelligent. Like Rob has his shit together. But Rob's taken left turns when he should have taken rights and vice versa, just like every one of us listening has. But Rob's struggling with pieces and parts, just as I had struggled with pieces and parts. You know, I was convinced all the way up until about six, eight, ten weeks ago that I wasn't enough. I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't uh, intelligent enough or good looking enough. There was always, I'm not enough, and then add in the last piece, whatever you want that to be. I'm not good enough to have a successful business. I'm not attractive enough to keep Lindsay as my, my spouse. I'm not smart enough to ever push the envelope and come up with a new idea. I'm not enough. And so as I'm asking Rob about himself, one of the things that starts to come out from him is from his childhood, he feels like he's not enough. Like, man, I can help you. Like, I can share some shit with you that people shared with me. And I share with him some tactical things to start breaking down that mindset because it's a mindset that I truly believe many of us men, and I'll say, man, I'm not degrading women that you ladies couldn't have it as well. But I know the men, the producers, the ones that are told from a young age that they're responsible for women and running their household, 
that there's this feeling of inferiority that resides within us. And some of us mask it with steroids and anabolics, trying to overcome that with size. Some of us mask it by being overtly humorous. Some of us mask it with food and we eat ourselves into oblivion. Like we all have a mask that we wear or use as men. And I say as men because that is all that I am as a man. So I don't know what it's like to be a woman. But I know as I'm sharing with Rob all these actionable things that I've found value in that have changed my life and out, output, the way that I view the world, he stops me and he says, like, why is it that I could tell all the things you're telling me, I could tell them to somebody else, but when I hear them from you, it feels so different. Like these are actionable things that I can actually implement into my life that's going to change my life. Like I know it is. I have to tell him, like, don't feel badly. The only reason I know this stuff is because some other man took enough time with me to sit down and share with me the lessons that he learned. Like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. We have to pass forward this information. That's what this podcast is about. I'll call it a movement. I'll call it cleansing of my soul. Call it whatever I want to. But ultimately what it comes down to is I take knowledge and things that have been beneficial to me and I pass them down. And not that anybody's below me in a quote-unquote pecking order. It's a fact of I'm getting out information that helped me because I want everybody that listens to find value and benefit and be better tomorrow than they are today. Because for a long time in my life, shit felt dark. I didn't feel like anybody cared. I didn't feel like anybody I surrounded myself with or anybody I knew wanted me to be better than I was yesterday. I actually believe most of the motherfuckers I was around wanted me to stay exactly where I was at. They might have even wanted to see me fail so that they could feel better about themselves like they had more than I had. And what happened, of course, I failed. Not because they wished that upon me, because that's what I had to go through to realize the value that I actually bring to the world. That's one of those messages. That's a message that Rob heard. Like having failures does not mean you are a failure. It means there was a momentary lapse in life that had to teach you something. There was a lesson to be learned from that season to make you better the next time around. So all these things go on and we have this, what turns into an hour and almost 30 minute phone call. We blocked out 30 minutes. I did not do a good job in holding space like I commit to. What I did is find a new friend now. Like Rob has my cell phone number. Rob came up with business ideas. Rob talked about being on fire for his wife, knowing that he needs to spend more time with her, knowing he wants to date her, knowing that he wants to pour into her so that their relationship grows. Because when their relationship grows, then his household will grow. And if his household grows, then his business will grow. And if his business grows, then his community will grow. Like it's all self-fulfilling. He has to start inside his four walls and he knows that. He's been seeking that. And now he's found at least something from me that he knows is actionable. The same way I found it from someone else. And all this could have went to the wayside. I might not have given the, been given this gift of being on fire from my conversation with Rob had I continued to be too selfish. Because admittedly, it's running through my head as I'm taking this phone call, typing in his number and dialing it like, who is this guy? Like, I don't want to do this. I've got a million other things I want to do right now. I've got another podcast to shoot. I need to get some reading done. I have to get some work done. There's all these things I want to do that in that moment... I feel way too busy for Rob. I've convinced myself I'm too busy for Rob. Had it not been for the warrior's way and honoring my word, I probably would have canceled on Rob. And what it 
catastrophe that would have actually been. Not because Rob actually needed anything I had to say to him. Rob's a brilliant man. He knows everything that I could have ever said. The catastrophe of the situation, the travesty that would have existed, would have been the fact of I didn't get to have that human connection with someone that I now have a bond with. Like, I'm not that important. My time is not that valuable. I fully agree. Time is the one commodity we can't make more of. Don't know how to make more time. But I can choose how I spend it. And part of this, part of who I am, part of where I'm going is pouring into other people and making sure they have more than they had yesterday. That's exactly what I did with Rob. So I have to sit, sit back after that call, and I'm, I'm humbled. Like, I'm sitting in the office with Chris. Chris is recording the episode. I'm like, man, what should I talk about? He's like, you got to talk about what, just that phone call. And that's what, that's what this has to be about. So I keep all these notes on my phone. Like, I have endless amounts of things to discuss. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I got to go on this path. I got to share this. But as I'm typing in, like, what the episode is and getting set for the podcast, it's rushing through my brain, like, all the other places in life that I've been, quote, unquote, too busy. Like, too busy to make it home. Like, work is too, too hectic for me to make it home and spend time with Lindsay and Gianna. Like, my wife and my daughter, I'm too busy to spend time with them. When I just got done telling a man on the phone that the power that he seeks comes from his house. And that if he spent more time at home with his wife and his kid, he'd have more power to go out and tackle the world. But yet there's times where I've skimped out on spending time with Lindsay and Gianna because of work. And not once or twice, like hundreds of times in the past four years. I think about the times in my life where I've skimped out on the gym, where I know that there's power that comes from my body and clearing my mind and sweating. Like I know there's value there, but I tell myself a bullshit story if I'm too busy. Too busy because what, I didn't get up on time in the morning? Because work's too hectic? No, I, I didn't make time for it. I'm not too busy. I didn't hold enough value in that environment to hold myself accountable. And plenty of times at work where I've just said I'm just too fucking busy, where I haven't taken on the new client, where I haven't made the tough phone call I know I need to make, where I haven't done the small things that become big things because I'm quote unquote too busy. It's really ridiculous. Like all the friends I haven't messaged or called back or all the places I haven't went to because I'm too busy. Too busy for what? Too busy for the small stuff. Well, the small stuff isn't ever small. It's actually big. We just look at it like it's small. So I'm going to encourage you to do is take a minute and just evaluate your life. Like where is it in your life that you're convincing yourself and those around you that you're too busy for something? The most common one that I hear day over day is the gym. I'm too busy to go to the gym. You know, by the time I get up in the morning, get the kids ready, spend some time with the wife, I got to be at the office by eight, then I got to get home, the wife wants me at home, I just can't do it. Bullshit. You and your wife probably get up at six or 6.30. Get your ass up at 4.30, go to the fucking gym and drive home. You just don't want it bad enough. Figure out a gym you can go to that's close enough to your office that you can leave at lunchtime, go work out and still make it back within an hour. I guarantee they exist. Gyms are the fastest growing business in the United States. There's a gym almost on every corner. You can find somewhere. And if you can't, go for a walk at lunchtime. Maybe the bullshit story you're telling yourself and those around you is the fact you're too busy to spend time with your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or family because of work. 
And guarantee when you're dead, when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to look back and say, man, I really wish I worked a couple more hours. You're going to wish you spent more time with your family. You're not going to get demoted because you created space and told your boss, like, look, I got to be out at five. Just work harder while you're fucking at the office. Like, go harder during that time. Become more efficient. Become more effective. Like, that's real. Don't miss out on, don't be too busy for stuff with your family. But it could be the opposite. You could also be spending too much time with your significant other, too much time with your kids, not putting enough value into work, being too busy with stuff at home and extracurricular activities to ever truly ascend the corporate ladder, if that's what you desire. There's so many different ways to think that you're too busy, but none of us are. To get ultra philosophical on you, time doesn't exist. We created time as a means of confines and measurement. If you eliminated clocks from our lives and you just went off your body's natural rhythm, what you thought was right and wrong and felt good from bad, you'd be much more balanced. You'd feel better every day. This illusion of time and not having enough of it is bullshit. The way that you use your time and you use your energy, that's where things should change. And if you're able to start changing those things, those mindsets, those analogies you tell yourself, you'll see that almost every day, you're able to get shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L dot com.